Hello and welcome to today's Unpacked Podcast. I am joined, as always, by Peter Franklin. It is always a pleasure to have you, Peter. Thank you. And I'm also joined by our special guest, our technology editor here at Unheard, Nigel Cameron. Hello. Great to be here. Great to have you over from the US. Today we are talking about something which I get these every so often uh, when I have the pleasure of presenting the Unpacked podcast, which is a subject I don't really understand. Uh, But fortunately, I have two people who do understand it very well and actually, and interestingly, are on opposing sides of the argument. So this should make for a very interesting discussion. That topic is geoengineering, which as far as I can tell is a bit like replicating what happens when a volcano explodes, but I'm sure it's much more complicated. Peter. Well, one kind of geoengineering is, um, which is to put lots of fine particles into the atmosphere to help block out part of the sunlight. And the aim of this is to counter counter-effect the um, impact of global warming. So that's that's the idea. There's there's other forms of it, like various ways of sucking carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere. But those are the two main ways. You either get rid of the CO2 or you block out the sunlight. Right. So, so this is to tackle climate change. Yes. Um, and Well, not necessarily tackle it, but kind of counteract it. So that's what I was going to say. This is, this is putting cure before prevention. It is, yes. Right, okay. So, Peter, you're against this. I am because I think we should be tackling the root problem, which is the carbon we're releasing into the atmosphere and the other greenhouse gases rather than trying to mask it because um, according to a very interesting piece by um, James Temple for the MIT Technology Review um, he cites some research that shows that if we had a significant geoengineering program and then for some reason we decided to stop it there would be a sort of elastic effect with um, the underlying global warming happening much faster than we've seen so far. And it could be so fast that it could make it much harder for people and indeed animals and plants to adapt because of the sheer rapidity of the change. Okay, and Nigel, you're not so sure about that. You think there could be something in this? Well, a a couple of thoughts. I mean, one is I think it is... Um, it's too easy to say that we should be cutting back on our use of all these things. We, you know, we need to flagellate ourselves. You know, we've been bad. We've been using fossil fuels. And I mean, I, I think that plainly there are arguments of that kind. But I think we can't premise the future on our changing our behaviour fundamentally, particularly in the global environment, where all sorts of nations have very competing interests. Everyone signed the, the Paris thing, but it didn't mean all that much. It depends what they do about it. Uh, I mean, you know, we tell people they should be getting more exercise and eating less, but we also give them statins. And I think we have to work both sides of this. And I think there, there the difference between efforts in geoengineering, which um, would be irreversible and which we would lose control of, and efforts that would not. I mean, one I, I loved reading about a year or two ago is having these ships with huge funnels sailing in circles with no people on them, all automated, putting huge amounts of, of water vapor up into the atmosphere. Um, I, mean, I mean, there are things of that kind that you could do. Now, obviously, if you stop doing them, you stop taking the statins and you haven't been going to the gym, um, yes, you're going to have a double problem. Um, but I think as we face the future, 
I don't have that much confidence in international political decisions. I think we have to look for practical ways of controlling the climate. And I think that's ultimately how we're going to manage to do it. So, Peter, I mean, it seems a pretty fair argument to say that we could do both. And yet, I'm pretty sure, given that I sit next to you and this is one of your favourite topics, or at least uh, sort of green things are, if I could put it that way, um, that actually we are seeing a reduction in the use of fossil fuels and that trends would imply that we can make some quite significant progress on prevention. Well, a lot of countries are cutting fossil fuel emissions and we've seen even the biggest polluters like China making very rapid progress and in fact their factories um, churning out um, things like solar panels and wind turbines for ever cheaper prices. So the idea that, um, you know, yes it is difficult but it's getting easier and I think we should have more faith in that side of things rather than launching a second great global experiment on the global climate um, without really knowing what we're going to do. And I don't know, you know, Nigel's ships pumping out water vapour into the atmosphere. If that's enough to counteract an effect as big as climate change, then, you know, its, its effects might not be exactly what we, um, what we envisage. And there could be side effects. There could be winners and losers globally. And I think that could actually destabilise international relations. Well, it's, it's interesting you say that, actually, because one of the things that really struck me about this piece was where you say that it could escalate geopolitical tensions, which sounds like something we really wouldn't want right now. Yeah, because if you think about... Um, carbon dioxide and, and, and greenhouse gases, we're not doing that deliberately. It's a byproduct of, of general industrial processes, right? Um, but if we start deliberately trying to engineer the global climate, not everyone's going to like that because some countries will <laughs> benefit a lot more than others and others might experience real problems, you know, with, um, you know, sort of by destabilising um, weather patterns. There could be some pretty disastrous things. Now, if those countries are run by people like Donald Trump or Xi Jinping so or Vladimir Putin, people. well, they're not going to take it lying down, are they? So I can see such an experiment, even if it works, being um, halted suddenly because someone threatens a war. And then we'll see the um, pingback of global warming um, coming back faster than ever. So, you know, I think there's so many questions there, so many uncertainties, that I'd rather undo what we're doing wrong at the moment than try something new and hope that this works. Okay, well, there we have it. Geoengineering, maybe some use, Nigel says. Mm, too risky, says Peter. We'll leave you to make your own decision about that. Thank you so much for listening. Please do subscribe uh, on whatever the app is that you listen to your podcasts on. Um, please also subscribe to our other Unheard podcasts, as we have a whole array of them, which I'm sure will delight your ears. Um, and also please rate us if you've enjoyed it. Thank you so much to Peter, as always, and to Nigel, our special guest, and of course to James Coney, our producer. <laughs>